0: boundaries. Yeah, this actually came up because of a personal experience. So we're going to get into the social topic later on in the show. I want you all to stick around because I need you all to call in 847-931-1410. Again, that's 847-931-1410. And as always, continue to comment live on the chat. I will acknowledge your comments. I got you. I got you. All right. It's site reported that the latest and largest COVID-19 vaccine study has uncovered potential risk associated with the vaccine. Researchers from the global vaccine network GVDN in New Zealand examined data from 99 million individuals who received COVID-19 vaccines in eight countries. They monitored for 13 different medical conditions following vaccination the study published in vaccine journal revealed a slight uptick in neurological blood and heart related issues post vaccination those received mrna vaccine faced a heightened risk of myocard myocarditis I, I literally told myself you know how to say this word earlier i don't know why i just like literally <laughs> myocarditis while viral vector vaccines were associated with increased chances of brain blood clots, and guillain Barr syndrome. Other risks included spinal cord inflammation and brain and spinal cord swelling for both vaccine types as per GVDN's press release. Quote, the massive study and review of the data reveals some rare association of the mRNA vac- vaccines and myocarditis, especially after the second shot, as well as an association between the Oxford AstraZeneca Vector vaccines and Guillain-Barré syndrome. And quote, Dr. Maxi- Mark Siegel, clinical professor of medicine at NYU Langone Medical Center, told Fox News Digital. Quote, "It always comes down to a risk/slash benefit analysis of what you are more afraid of: the vaccine side effects or the virus itself, which can have long-term side effects in terms of brain fog, fatigue, cough, and also heart issues." He said, "It's on site." Wrote tragically. There was a tragedy that struck at a Florida beach after two children were trapped in a six foot deep sand hole. Witnesses said the two young children dug the hole while playing in the sand. The oatsby collapsed, trapping the young girl for more than 15 minutes. Pompano Beach fire spokesman Sandra King stated to DailyMail.com that the hole initially five to six to five to six feet deep collapsed, burying the boy up to his chest and the girl completely underneath him. Tragically, the girl was without a post upon pulling her from the sand. Quote, we are conducting life. We were conducting life saving techniques to try to bring her post back and it never did recover and she was pronounced dead at the hospital. End quote. Her nine year old brother is in stable condition. The adults accompanying the children were too overwhelmed to provide further information. Take a listen to this report.
1: This morning, a day at the beach, turning tragic. Two young children, brother and sister, falling into this six-foot-deep hole in the sand near Fort Lauderdale.
2: We with two patients.
1: already out. still buried. We can't see Both freed by first responders and rushed to the hospital. But the little girl later pronounced dead. A witness tells our Miami affiliate the girl was trapped under the sand for 15 minutes.
2: I mean, you saw grown men digging with shovels and buckets and nobody could find her.
1: We've seen these incidents before. Back in 2022, 18-year-old Levi Caverly died at a beach in New Jersey after becoming trapped in a hole he dug with his sister. The 10-foot pit collapsing on both of them. The National Park Service recommends beachgoers avoid digging deeper than your knees when standing inside and always fill in any hole before leaving the beach. Back at Florida, the stunned community
0: remembering that little girl.
2: It's just heartbreaking that they were just playing harmlessly in the sand.
0: It is a very sad reality that you could be playing harmlessly in the sand and unfortunately it could collapse on you. And so my condolences to the child that lost her life. My condolences to the brother that was involved. My condolences to the family, friends, and everybody who was around who witnessed it and then had to witness it again by listening to the news and hearing reports like this. I know this is a very hard and tough situation for many. So again, my condolences. I'm praying for each and every one of you and may she rest in peace. It's just tragic that you never know when your last breath will be taken. You never know when your last moment on earth will be. So I I just urge people to remember to tell the people that you love that you actually love them. Check on them. Check in with people. Don't be stubborn. Don't think because you guys have an issue you shouldn't check in. You never know when their last day on earth will be. And God forbid it could be any of us. Hope it's not any of us, but it, it you just never know. And so always move with grace, love, passion, care and respect in your heart because People need it. It is tough out here. It is hard for a lot of people, and like I said, it, today could be the last day for many, and it will be. Unfortunately, today will be the last day for many. I'm just praying against neither one of us that are listening in right now, me that's talking right now, because it's, it's just a sad reality. You just never know when your time is up. <sighs> All right, y'all, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna have some more daily news. So I don't want you guys not to go anywhere. Okay. Stick around. We're gonna have more daily news. And then later on the show, a social topic of the day. So stick around. This is the Jamie D Show live on KSHP out of Las Vegas and live on WRM out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. I'll be right back. I am Brenda Rogers,
2: Democratic candidate for Kane County Recorder. I am asking for your vote on March 19th. Two things among many that I want to do is to stay abreast of technology, making sure that the website is friendly making sure that our residents are aware of the services offered to them, especially our seniors and military veterans. Vote Brenda Rogers, Kane County Recorder, paid for by citizens to elect Brenda Rogers. Hey there, it's Tammy Scully with the Radio Shop Show, inviting you to live large for less by listening to the Radio Shopping Show weekdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., 4 to 6 p.m., and on Saturdays from 8 until noon. Check out our website at wrmn1410.com or visit us at 14 Douglas Avenue in Elgin, home of local radio for 75 years, including the Radio Shopping Show for over 40 years. We are WRMN AM 1410 and WRMN 1410 Radio on Facebook. Hey there, this is Tammy Scully with the Radio Shop Show inviting you to live large for less by listening to the Radio Shopping Show weekdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. and from 4 to 6 p.m. and on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to noon. Check out our website at wrmn1410.com and come see us sometime at 14 Douglas Avenue in downtown Elgin, home of local radio for 75 years, including the Radio Shopping Show for over 40 years. We are WRMN AM 1410 and WRMN 1410 Radio on Keep informed with everything that's going on with the radio shopping show by joining our VIP text club today. All you have to do is text the message WRMN1410 to the number 94253 and you're in. Receive timely information about shop show specials instantaneously as they happen. Just text the message WRMN1410 to the number 94253 and you'll become a member of our text club. Message and data rates may apply. We are WRMN AM 1410 and 96.7 FM. Thank you
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jamie D show. Woo! Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. until 12 p.m. PST out of Las Vegas, Nevada. And live on WR man AM 1410 and 96.7 FM every Monday through Friday out of Elgin in the Chicago land area. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody. For those who are listening in the cars right now, thank you so much for not turning that radio dial. For those who are live on the YouTube right now, Kara, Robin, Tracy, and everybody else, I see you. I see you. I appreciate you guys so much for sticking around and also supporting me, Jamie D. All right, so let's get into some more news. According to ABC7 Chicago, some tourists staying at hotels on the Las Vegas Strip may have returned home with unwanted guests, a.k.a. bedbugs. Ooh, they're saying people from Chicago who went to Las Vegas are coming back with bed bugs. Ew. At least four guests staying in popular hotels on the strip encountered the pests in their rooms between September and January, according to reports. Health inspectors from the Southern Nevada Health District, SNHD, confirmed bed bug sightings at the Encore, the Venetian, the Mirage, and the Excalibur Hotel and Casino. A gaming and resort advocacy group released a statement saying with 155,000 rooms and 41 million annual visitors, four rooms impacted over a five month period shows there are rare. These are rare events. How can I avoid bed bugs when traveling? You may ask. According to SNHD, be sure to check for bed bugs right after entering your hotel room. Place your luggage on the rack. Officials set the metal or plastic legs of the luggage rack making it hard for bed bugs to get into your suitcase. Also, keep the rack away from walls. Check the mattress and headboard for signs of bed bugs. Pull sheets back and check for dark brown spots on the mattress. Also check crevices, increases of mattresses for shed skin, live insects, or fecal matter. That is disgusting. <laughs> Yep, just like Kara said on the YouTube, ew, ew. Okay, I love hotel bedrooms. I don't know about y'all, but the hotel beds they just feel so comfortable. The sheets are just so tight and snug, and the beds just feel like home. Ooh, I love it. I love it. But I'm be very, very honest. I have no clue how to check for bed bugs. That's gross. Thank God I've never come home with any of those things, but ew. I don't know. I just, I can't. <laughs> I don't know how to react if I came in contact with bed bugs or anything like that, because even just having insects crawl on me or fly like tap me while it's passing by makes me want to throw my whole body away. <laughs> so if I woke up and there was bugs on me, oh, my, oh, my, oh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. Vegas, you got to do better. And a lot of times I was told that it's not even a Vegas problem. It could be people are bringing their bed bugs from home. Ew. <laughs> so please, don't bring your bed bugs from home. One, Vegas, do a better job of cleaning your hotel rooms. And three, y'all, do your due diligence and check your own space for bed bugs. Ew. <laughs> and if you don't know how to check like me, simply just go to Google, because that's what I'm going to do after I'm done work today, because gross. All right. The Neighborhood Talk said that an Amazon driver narrowly escaped with his life after an incoming train smashed his Amazon truck and split it into two. In the exclusive video provided by TMZ, you can see how the miraculous event went down. In the video captured in 2021, the Amazon worker Alexander Alexander Evans was traveling over a railroad track in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, when an Amtrak train was coming up on the crossing at the same time. According to Evans, he didn't see or hear the train before coming up on the crossing due to him reportedly being deaf in one ear. Thankfully, Evans walked away from the event unharmed. He only went to the hospital for a precaution. Now, even though this video was captured in 2021, for some reason, it's going viral now and everyone's talking about it. So I want you guys to listen. When I play this video, if you're not actually watching the YouTube, you're not going to see what's actually happening because there's no narrator behind explaining it. It's going to be just some casual elevator music while we watch it together. So take a look. Just like here, when I saw that video, I was like, M G, what? What? Y'all, that man narrowly escaped with his entire life. Did you see the force of that train taking out that truck? Insane. And my thing is, they're saying he escaped unharmed. I don't know. The way he... <laughs> That was me making noise to explain that he shook real violently. Oh, no. If you guys have never been into a car crash, even the smallest bump from behind could uh, give you a slip disc or something. So the fact that that extremely forceful train took out the back of his truck and he shook so violently, I'm so surprised. He didn't get a concussion. He didn't get a slip disc. He didn't get something because he was shaking hard. Shaking hard, but I'm glad that he came away unarmed, apparently, because, yo, <laughs> that video was scary. Could you imagine? I even see other videos of people who get their car stuck on train tracks. I'm sitting here just like, why are you still in your car? After the first two attempts of me trying to get the car moving and it won't move, I am out the car. I don't know why y'all still in the car trying to get it to move. In his case, he said he didn't hear it, but are y'all not looking left and right, left and right? And also, why weren't the arms for the train tracks down stopping people from crossing? If they weren't down in this situation, I thought that's a lawsuit. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but I feel as though that's a lawsuit because one, what happened to the sounds they used to be playing when a train was coming? Two, why isn't there arms? And three. Dang, how quiet was this Amtrak train? Cause geez. Yeah. Cause wherever he was crossing, there used to be way more precautions. Way more. I'm glad the man is safe. Cause th- that video was scary. <laughs> As reported by spiritual word, Wendy's is getting ready to experiment with an Uber style surge pricing model where the prices of menu items will change depending on demand, resulting in higher costs for a day's burger during peak times. The upcoming strategies of the fast food chain scheduled for a high-stakes launch next year aim to increase revenue from customers who are already feeling the effects of inflation and may not be able to dine during less busy time. Wendy's CEO, Kirk Tanner unveiled the new system during a call with investors, highlighting the Ohio based company's $20 million investment in high tech menu boards capable of real time price updates without extra expenses. This news report pissed me off. Absolutely not. That is not only so greedy. But extremely so unethical that you guys are trying to do surge prices on food items? Really? Are y'all... Okay, first of all, I'm not even going to ask the question because I know y'all not that broke. But are y'all that greedy? Because apparently you are. Surge prices on food items. First of all, it already cost this much. This much to buy food in the first place. And you're telling me because I get off work at 5 o'clock and I'm hungry and I stop at a Wendy's a burger. That was three fifty nine. Going to be six fifty nine because of surge pricing, huh? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I can't do it. I can't do it. Shout out to Naturally Radiant. She says, "What's going on, Jamie D family? Hey, friend. Hey, how are you? But no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. There's just something so morally unsound about this. So unethical. So illegal." <laughs> Again, I'm not a lawyer, but this just sounds illegal. Surge pricing on food because of time? I would understand if they're like, hey, we're, the price is inflating because we're running out of resources. You guys are eating too much of our burgers. We don't got enough. Whatever, whatever. I get that. But no, you're just saying you want to try a new system where you can make more money. If a four for four is not four for four, when I come there at six, I'm going to give you all a four for four two piece to the face. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. And I know I say I don't condone violence, but that causes for you to be violent, okay? (laughs) The Neighborhood Talk wrote, we're saddened to report that a father of three unfortunately lost his life after a lesson in etiquette went totally wrong. According to ABC Detroit News, 33-year-old Cornelius Corn Jones was gunned down during a gathering at his house. Jones had told a 22-year-old acquaintance of his to leave after noticing him spitting in the kitchen sink. Jones felt spitting in the sink was disrespectful and no longer wanted the man in his home. Before leaving, the suspect took out a gun and shot Jones multiple times before fleeing. Police caught up with him after a brief chase. Family of Jones says he was very humble and often did a lot for people. Quote, he didn't have much, but whatever he did have, he gave willingly. He gave graciously, end quote, said Jones's sister, Moniqua Turner, The suspect's identity hasn't been revealed yet. Let's keep this family in our prayers. Take a listen to the report.
3: Sprinkler! Whether he was playing charades with family and friends, dancing or just being silly, Cornelius Jones was always the life of the party. But around 9.30 Wednesday night, Jones was shot and killed in his fourth floor carriage place apartment in Pontiac, a stunning
2: and unspeakable loss for his family. He was all about family, you know, just
0: loving one another and lifting one another up and making each other laugh that's all he was about
3: jones was murdered around 9:30 wednesday night by a 22 year old acquaintance who was visiting with several others witnesses tell investigators the man spit in jones's kitchen sink so jones told him that was disrespectful and to leave but instead of just walking out the man became agitated and opened fire on jones shooting him multiple times and then running away
0: i'm still trying to wrap my mind around the whole situation on how or even why it happened. <sighs> this is ridiculous on so many levels. One, this is why I keep saying the amount of guns we have on our streets is just ridiculous. I I, I understand there's an amendment. I understand you should be able to bear arms. I understand all that great stuff. I'll go Go you. But The wrong people have guns. The wrong people have guns. The wrong people have guns. And it'd be the same people saying they have guns to defend themselves who don't even be using the guns to defend themselves. They use the guns to hurt people, harm people, and be the offender. Oh, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Let me say this. Spitting in your sink is absolutely disgusting. Don't don't spit in your sink. Don't spit in your kitchen sink. Just don't. Now I understand that if 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 it's I'm gonna be honest. If 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 you if the bathroom's not available and you just have to go and you have to just get it out of your mouth and you, you just do it, okay. It's still gross. It's still gross. The kitchen sink can be cleaned. However, if you spit in somebody else's sink and think that they're gonna be okay with that, and then they're not okay with that. You have to take the consequence of understanding that you just violated somebody's space in a very disgusting manner, and they want you gone. And you can't be mad that you tried to you tried to be a certain way in someone else's space, thinking that they will be okay with it. You can't move the same that you would do in your space in someone else's space. And for this person to have killed an innocent guy because he wanted you to what we're going to get into soon, respect his boundaries is insane. Insane. Ah, oh, my condolences to the family. May this man rest in peace. And this is just horrible. Horrible. All because the dude told you to get out for spending the sink. You could have just left. And if, if, if anything, I don't condone this, you could at least argue with him. You didn't have to shoot him and kill him. Because you were embarrassed? Because you were embarrassed? anyway y'all we're gonna take a quick break but i mean while this is a very unfortunate story it goes straight into our social topic of setting boundaries so we're gonna take a break we're gonna cool off (laughs) after the stupid story of this stupid individual who killed an innocent person because he was stupid all right (laughs) this is the Jamie d show live on kshp out of las vegas and live on WRMN out of elgin in the chicago land area don't go anywhere i'll be right back W.R.M.N.,
1: home of the Radio Shopping Show, has been saving our shoppers up to 70% and sometimes even more. See for yourself at W.R.M.N. 1410.com. Sign up for a free key tag or call or visit our Redemption Center in downtown Elgin, 847-741-7700. Follow us on Facebook at W.R.M.N. 1410 Radio and keep on listening to W.R.M.N. AM 1410 and 96.7 FM, the voice of the Fox River Valley and the home of the Radio Shopping Show.
0: On the Border in Algonquin serves up mesquite grilled meat, ham-pressed tortillas, and sauces made in small batches. Stop in at 1512 South Randall Road and see for yourself just how good your meal is at the Algonquin on the Border. Dine in. Carry-out and catering is all available for you to enjoy. Relax on the patio or unwind in the bar. Be sure to visit ontheborder.com and sign up for the Club Cantina for special offers. Savor the sizzle. On the Border.
3: It's easier than you think for pests to threaten your family's health. Ticks, which spread dangerous diseases, hide in tall grasses and even on your pets. Rodents easily invade your home, contaminate food, and can carry more than 35 diseases. Mosquitoes, which breed in standing water, transmit many diseases. Get the facts you need to protect your family at pestworld.org. It's that easy. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Jamie D Show. Woo! Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. until 12 p.m. PST out of Las Vegas, Nevada. And live on WRMN AM 1410 and 96.7 FM every Monday through Friday from one PM to two PM CST out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. For those who are just now tuning in, we just got done discussing, discussing, excuse me, daily news. And now we're going to move on to the social topic of setting boundaries. I want you guys to remember that you can always call in at 847-931-1410. Again, that's 847-931-1410 if you want to get in on the conversation that we're having at this moment. And as well, if you're not able to call in, we do have people like Naturally Radiant out of Chicago, Illinois. We have people like Kara out of Phoenix. We have people like Robin out of Dallas, Texas, who are commenting live on the YouTube right now. If you want to comment live and get your comment acknowledged, to sign in on YouTube, using in your Gmail account, and I got you. Also, if you want to promote your business, products, services, music, podcasts, and more, hit us up at info at jamed.com. That's I-N-F-O at J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E.com. We got you when it comes to promotions, advertising, marketing, and more. So hit us up. All right, so the social topic of the day is setting boundaries. <sighs> Uh, I'm actually really glad we have naturally radiant in the comments right now. I I like to have social workers, therapists, and everybody else when we have topics like this live in the chat. Because (laughs) y'all, today's social topic is about setting boundaries. And to be very honest, I had no clue how to even approach or go about speaking on this topic. This is a hard one for me. This is a real hard one for me. And this is why I'm glad we have certain people like Radio in the chat because I need you to comment, friend. I need you to help me out. <laughs> Personally, sticking up for yourself and setting boundaries are two different skills you have to learn. And while they go hand in hand, they don't always happen at the same time. I spent so much time in life pursuing the art of sticking up for yourself that never really hone in on setting boundaries. I can honestly say, though, I am proud to be a person who will shut some stuff down if I feel threatened, disrespected, or bothered by someone or something. But I often lack that setting boundaries follow up. I'm a huge believer in giving people grace if they deserve it, because I know I'm somebody who wants grace. I don't go around doing things that often need me to be given grace, but I know I'm human and that I will make a mistake. And I want people to know my heart and give me grace. So I always try to treat people how I want to be treated. And that's just how I move. That's just how I move. And like Kara said, the world is getting crazier. The world is getting crazier. It it really is. I, I don't, but I don't know why it's so hard setting boundaries and sticking to them. Because in my head, I feel like I do, <laughs> but in all reality, I don't. Sometimes I think I'm so consumed with other things in life that I sometimes forgive and forget. Now I know I've said before that I don't, I forgive, but I don't forget. Well, I'm human, and I and I gotta correct myself. Sometimes I do forgive and, and forget. <laughs> I, I never forgave you because my, my thing is this if I sometimes forgive and forget. It's not that I never actually forgave you because we never dealt with the situation for real, but it's been so long since whatever happened happened that I can't remember. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't remember. Then when we are back around each other, I sensed that you bothered me at one point and did something stupid, but I forgot what it was. So instead of harboring those negative feelings, I just move on because I hate making my brain hurt trying to figure out why I have bad feelings towards somebody. And majority of times, it doesn't, those situations don't occur when I'm sober. <laughs> I would just call a spade a spade. It could be a situation where something happened and it peeved me off. I talked about it and then I got over it because I just got over it, but also life, was lifeing. And then I haven't seen this person in so long that they became non-existent for real. And then I'm out at the club or at a party or at an event or with somebody and I've been drinking a little one too. And this person appears or they come up to me. And I'm just like, in my head, I can't say this on the, on the live radio show because it's radio. But one of those curse words come up like, mm. but I'm like, why am I feeling that way? And I just don't remember, but I know you peed me off. I know something is wrong with you. But I just don't remember it. <laughs> and in my head, especially since I'm trying to have a good time and not trying to worry about you, I'm like, I'm going to just for- act like I don't remember because I really don't and just keep it moving and be like, okay, hey, what's up? You know? Now, if you want to pull me aside, let me know, then we can hash it out. But a lot of times, I don't be wanting to deal with that when I'm under the influence. I be wanting to have a good time. Life is already life hard for me right now. I don't want to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Catch me on another time. Catch me when I'm not having fun and enjoying myself and under the influence. (laughs) So don't get me wrong, though. This don't happen all the time. I don't let people just do me wrong and get away with dumb stuff. What I just said really only happens with people I don't have a true or strong connection with and haven't seen since that situation. It's easier for me to walk away from something or someone I don't have a real relationship with. But when it comes to people I actually care about. That's when it becomes hard to really set and stick to boundaries. I'm someone who can't let things slide or hold my tongue. I'm going to be very honest with y'all. I just can't. I try my hardest to. I really do. For the therapists and social workers in the chat, tell me why that is. Can I try my best? Be like, nope, not right now. And then my brain starts braining and I, my mouth just opens up. And then I, I, just, I just really find it funny how. <laughs> and I just address the situation. I don't know. My feelings just really chew me up inside, y'all. And when I feel a way about someone or something, I usually feel the need to address it. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I try so hard not to, but it just happens. And when I'm addressing something with someone, I usually get confirmation that the person understands what it is we're trying to solve. Then I tell them how it bothered me, and I get an apology if that's what I'm looking for. And in my head, I for some reason feel like that is setting a boundary. But I've been told that if I never stated what the actual boundary is and to not do this again or this will happen, then that isn't setting a boundary. Tell me if that's true or not. Because I really thought that if I told you something bothered or hurt me, that that person would just be smart enough to understand they shouldn't do whatever it was they did to me again. But nope. I was told that if I didn't clearly communicate whatever it is that bothered me, And to not do it again, because of it being a boundary that I'm setting, then I can't be mad if that person does it again, thus hurting me all over again. And that's what I've been told. And I can see that because just recently, I'm 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 going to bring y'all into my life a little bit. I was dealing with a person I really cared about. And I kept trying to give them chances, even after I told them what they were doing to me was bothering me. And because they apologized, I took it as they understood not to do it again. But no, they did it again and again. And again, to the point that I had to literally just walk out of their house with no explanation. And this just happened recently. And it me, that, that gave me so many mixed feelings. One side of me was like, eh, no, speak your mind. You know, you know, you need to get these feelings out. Don't just leave that person not knowing what happened. You got to make it clear. But the other side of me was like, no, you don't have to state what happened. You stated several times to that person not to do that stuff to you. And even though they may have done it in a different way this time, it was the same thing still. So it should be obvious to the person what they did. And even if it wasn't, that's not your job to make it obvious to them. They're still grown and should understand their actions. And if they don't, oh well, you are not their daddy. You are a person who needs to set boundaries and keep them. So, you walking out, was you sticking up for yourself? Understanding your boundary and sticking to it. A.K.A. standing on business. So be proud of yourself. And if you feel like you're not, do it anyway, because you stuck to your boundary. And that's what you need to do more and more and more to get the respect you deserve. You oftentimes sit through things to completion before even leaving. You, you, you let the whole irritation, botherance, hurt, and whatever it is that's happening completely finish before leaving. But you don't deserve that anymore. You never did. So keep walking out. Closing the door behind you and telling yourself you deserve better and set those boundaries when someone crosses them. Move. And that last part really made me feel like, wow, I am okay with this. I needed that self-talk. I needed that self-realization of, hey, you do let too many things slide. So stop because I deserve to respect it. I deserve to be cherished. I deserve to be loved. I deserve to be protected. I deserve to be seen. I deserve to be loved. And if that person is going to do any of those things, keep it moving. Because they don't deserve you. Period. And I was like, wow. Okay. Okay. And and, and that's literally, literally what happened less than a few days ago. And... Let me see what Naturally Radiant and everybody else said. Naturally Radiant says, address it when it happens. It'll save you a lot of rap in the long run. She also says, when you tell them what it is that bother you, let them know. I would like it if you don't do it again. Okay. Robin B says, some people apologize to to end the conversation because it's uncomfortable for them. Not because they're actually sorry. Mmm. Snaps. Snaps. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back we to have more conversation about setting boundaries. So don't go anywhere. And I'm truly grateful for you all actually commenting in the chat. Thank y'all. This is the Jamie D Show live on. Volare.
2: Buongiorno. Introducing the Italian American radio show and podcast. We welcome you to join us, covering all aspects of Italian heritage, alluring fashion, delectable cuisine, and first-class entertainment. Live from the fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Every Sunday, 12 to 2 p.m. on KSHP, 1400 a.m. and 107.1 FM radio as we revisit and pay homage to Italy's past, present, and future. They're back, back. back. by popular demand. The show at South Point presents the Bronx Wanderers. first to the third. Really magic Tickets to the box office. Online at southpointseal.com Co. Or charged by phone. 702-797-8055. It's our musical black With the Bronx Wanderers at the showroom at South Point the did a song, The Ed Sullivan Show, back in 1957. Back by popular demand, the showroom at South Point presents Donnie, Donnie Edwards. Edwards. The next best thing to the kid. You'll hear all the hits and more. March 5th to the 7th. Tickets to the box office. Online at southpointcasino.com or charge by phone. 702-797-8055. Get your tickets now. As this show is selling out fast.
0: And 96.7 FM. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hey, if you're just now tuning in, we already went over some daily news. And now we're having a conversation about the social topic of the day, which is setting boundaries. And if you're like me, you are someone who generally gets the concept of many things. But hearing and seeing the definition of what it is you're trying to learn about makes it easier for you to understand. So I got you. As written by Wikipedia. Quote, Personal boundaries, or the act of setting boundaries, is a life skill that has been popularized by self-help authors and support groups since the mid-1980s. Personal boundaries are established by changing one's own response to interpersonal situations rather than expecting other people to change their behaviors to comply with your boundary. (gasps) Gasp! Now I'm being dramatic because... Now that is where I needed to hear the definition because I thought boundaries also meant having someone else respect your boundaries too, not just you. Ooh, bell rings. Okay. 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 Back to the quote. For example, if the boundary is not to interact with particular, with a particular person, then one sets a boundary by deciding not to see or engage with that person and one enforces the boundary by politely declining invitations to events that include that person and by politely leaving the room if that person arrives unexpectedly. The boundary is thus respected without requiring the assistance or cooperation of any other people. What? Setting a boundary is different from issuing an ultimatum. An ultimatum is a demand that other people change their choices so their behavior aligns with the boundary setter's own preferences and personal values. End quote. I-, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. That definition was a ball drop because child, I don't know about child, but I needed that definition because what? I don't know why I didn't know that setting boundaries and issuing an ultimatum were different things. I-, I thought they went hand in hand and I thought that if you set a boundary, then the boundary includes the ultimatum and if, the person doesn't respect the ultimatum, then they cross your boundaries, which is technically true, but you don't need people to respect your boundaries and understand them. You just need to understand and respect their boundaries and you need to move accordingly. And that's crazy because I always felt like if you set a boundary and somebody crosses it, then you have to explain that boundary one. One. Two, get them to respect it and get them to abide by it. And three, enforce it. But you don't have to. You just respect it and enforce it for yourself. Huh? Now, Naturally Radiant says sometimes you have to teach people how to treat you. And if they have an issue with it, do you really want that person in your life? Mm, Good question. Snaps. Now, I don't know again why I didn't know this, but. I get trying to tell y'all, we'd be out here learning together. Now, I bet y'all didn't know that there were different types of boundaries, too. Hmm. As stated by ZCenter.org, quote, physical boundaries are boundaries we set for ourselves to ensure physical safety and proximity, including boundaries surrounding sexuality, where and when we go to places, and what we are comfortable with physically from others. Time boundaries are what we set to create a healthy mindset and schedule for ourselves. This can include setting limits on how much time we spend with someone or doing a certain activity and setting time boundaries for work slash school and home life balance. Conversational boundaries are setting limits about what topics we're open to discussing and what topics we do not feel comfortable talking about. This can include many different topics such as politics, religion, sexual content, and many more. Relationship boundaries are limits that are discussed and agreed upon with your partner, family, co-workers, and close friends. Personal boundaries are guidelines and rules we set for ourselves to ensure we are being aware of our needs and being aware of how we can respect and meet those needs in a healthy way, end quote. I can't assume because you never know nowadays, but I hope you know that there are many benefits of setting boundaries, like peace of mind, and better health, (laughs) just to name a few. Getting the benefits isn't the hard part. It's setting the boundaries and sticking to them, which are hard. So we're going to listen and watch this YouTube video about the Prevention Connection, where they explain what are boundaries, how to set them, and how we can stick to them. Let's listen and watch together.
3: Hello and welcome back to Prevention Connection. Today's video will cover boundaries, what they are, how we set them, and how we can make sure to stick to them once they're in place. Let's first break down what a boundary is. Boundaries are the limits and invisible lines we set for ourselves they are the guidelines on what we feel comfortable with and the expectations we have of the people we interact with boundaries can be present in all aspects of our lives they can do a lot to make our lives more balanced they help keep our relationships and selves healthy enable us to make ourselves a priority and help others understand our needs for example A healthy boundary to have with our friends is to be respectful of each other's values. Chances are you and your friends will disagree sometimes. For example, I value time and my friends are often late to events and don't care if it bothers me. A boundary I'd set is telling them how it makes me feel and asking them to respect my time. A healthy friendship allows people to prioritize different things and maintain respect. Boundaries are personal to us. They can be shaped by many things like culture, where we live, our personality type, our life experiences, and our family. But how do we know what boundaries to set? Well, you can pay attention to how certain people and situations make you feel. Situations or people that make you feel unsafe, overwhelmed, or make you want to avoid them should be acknowledged and respected. Respecting ourselves and acknowledging our rights is critical to setting healthy boundaries. Make a list of key values that are important to you, such as I have a right to say no without feeling guilty, be treated with respect, make my needs as important as others, be accepting of my mistakes and failures, and I have a right not to meet others' unreasonable expectations of me. Once we have figured out what our boundaries are, how do we set them? Be assertive. Use clear I statements to communicate what you need. Learn to say no and do not feel the need to justify your no. Get help if needed. As we mentioned, some boundaries are tricky, especially when they are dealing with dangerous situations such as addiction or mental health issues. Although they are difficult to set at first, boundaries are great tools to help keep us safe and healthy. Boundaries are not only for us. They also help us respect the space and needs of others. We can respect other people's boundaries by listening when they tell us what they need. Being mindful if someone appears uncomfortable. One way to do this is looking for cues such as avoiding eye contact, turning away, limited conversation response, nervous gestures like laughing, talking fast, folding arms, stiffening posture, or flinching. And if you are still unsure if they're uncomfortable, ask. Create a safe space for them to express their discomfort and boundaries with you. There will come a time where your boundaries will be tested someone does something that you are not comfortable with or you're put in a situation where you feel obligated to violate a boundary you have set for yourself. Prepare for these difficult situations and how you want to respond. Boundaries are the limits we set for ourselves. It is up to us to decide what they are and when we set them. We hope you found this video helpful. If you would like additional resources on healthy boundary setting, check out our description box below. As always, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell button so that you never miss a video.
0: I don't know about y'all, but I love that video because I'm really for resources that truly help you learn a skill, build that skill, and keep a skill. Because one thing people don't tell you is that you may acquire a skill, but you can always always lose it. You can always lose it. And setting boundaries is a skill that you can have lose, get back, and more. And I just want you guys to understand that if you feel amazing when you set the boundary and then in the next occurrence, the boundary isn't set and adhered to, give yourself grace. Because we're all still learning. We're all still moving. And sometimes certain situations just trick us up. And it's reality. So just keep working on setting your boundaries. Keep working on loving yourself. And keep remembering that when you set your boundaries, the only person who has to adhere to them and enforce them is you. So you set your boundaries. You adhere to your boundaries and you enforce your boundaries. You can't rely on anybody else to love you, cherish you, protect you, see you, hear you and more the way you should be doing for yourself. And that's period. That's period. All right, everybody. This has been the Jamie D Show live on KSHP out of Las Vegas, Nevada, and live on WRMN out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. If you want to point your music, business, product, services, podcasts, and more, hit us up at info at jamied.com. That's I-N-F-O at J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E dot com. I'm telling y'all, this is where the money resides. I got y'all. All (laughs) All right. I love you guys so much. Have a good rest of y'all day. Peace out.